Hi everyone, it is Ron Tarikian. Welcome to my seventh podcast on my Great Iron Guru podcast series. For today's podcast, this is going to start becoming a weekly thing, my weekly NFL picks. So for today, I'm doing my week one picks. Let's start with the opening game. And again, there's explicit language in this one, not just for asshole Goodell, or Badell as I call him because he's a bad guy. Packers-Bears, week one on Thursday, September 5th. I'm taking the Bears on this one. Usually when it comes to divisional games being played twice a year, it's usually split the series. But given it's supposed to be home team has a better chance, sometimes it's not the case. But I think in this case, the home team between the two well-known hated rivals, I think the Bears will bear down on the Pack and Co. I think both teams have talent. But because it's usually home team has a better chance, I think the Bears take it. It's going to be split the series, I think. No matter who wins tonight or who wins in Week 15 when these two teams meet again. Now we get to the Sunday Week 1 games on September 8th. Let's start with the 1 p.m. games. Chiefs-Jaguars. I think the Chiefs win this one. It's not hard to see why. The Chiefs were one of the best last year. MVP Patrick Mahomes returns and still should be one of the best, if not the best, QBs. Also, fuck Tyreek Hill. Anyways, I wouldn't say the Jaguars don't stand a chance, but the Jags have to prove QB was the reason for their meltdown in 2018. Also, consider how Foles hasn't been good outside of Philadelphia. The Jags may still have one of the best defenses. But if any defense, very few could stop the Chiefs in 2018. I still think the Chiefs are one of the best. Unless Foles does his playoffs magic from the last two seasons, I think the Chiefs take this one, but it won't be a blowout. It would have been last year, I would say. Falcons-Vikings. I take the Falcons on this one. The Falcons have too much talent to fail. I agree the Vikings do also have a talented team, but considering how ugly of a second half of a year it was for them and the O-line has to be on their A game, I think this is up to be a possible offensive shootout. Devontae Freeman, Julio Jones, Mohamed Sanu, Calvin Ridley versus Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, and either Vikings tight end. This is going to be a great game. I like the Falcons win because the team has more talent. Matt Ryan to me is better than Kirk Cousins. Forget the whole Kirk Cousins almost made the playoffs and Matt Ryan was chanceless theory. The Falcons were injury prone last year, but also maybe the big contracts didn't help. And the curse of being the highest paid QBs missing the playoffs theory came back. All this aside, Falcons-Vikings will be a close, fun game whether it's on my TV or even if I'm given another Fox game, I know Falcons liking this up to be a solid game between two talented but not elite quarterbacks. Matt Ryan versus Kirk Cousins. Or Cousins worth it, as I call him. He Cousins worth the money. Dumb jokes. Titans Browns. This is another recent one. The Browns win this one. I agree the Browns are too, way too overhyped with all they've done this offseason from adding OBJ, Sheldon Richardson, drafting Greedy Williams. They're not getting too greedy, ironically, the Browns, but still. Then again, talent off the field has to be proven on the field. 2011 Eagles, as an analogy, can explain this. That aside, I think the Browns are the more talented team. I'm not really sold on the Titans, even though I did consider them an underrated team. They're way too hard to predict. They either look like a playoff team or they look like the Browns of 1999 to 2017. The Browns are, are more talented, but I need to see what they prove on the field with all the new talent they have. The Titans also had a good offseason with talent added, but Marcus Mariota hasn't been very good, if anything, to be honest. If he can't do well this year, what's next for him? That's why I think the Browns win this one. Bills, Jets, two teams that I hate. I think the Jets win this one. Both teams did improve. Again, probably for a lot of division rivals series. I think the Bills, Jets will split the series. Last year, it was the opposite. The Bills won the road game. The Jets won the road game. Since both teams have more talent, I guess the same as Packers, Bears. Ravens, Dolphins. I'm not trying to repeat myself. I think there's another easy one. The Ravens win this. The Dolphins, to be honest, are hopeless right now. The roster has little talent. Lack of weapons, if any. There are rumors of them burning it mostly all down, even trying to tank the season, even though the coach, Brian Flores, hasn't insisted that. The Ravens, as I said before, did not have a great offseason, 
even with Lamar Michael Vick Jackson not being well viewed, the Ravens have a good running game with longtime former St. Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards, and hyped rookie Justice Hill. I think this is an easy one for the Ravens, especially with the talented defense that they have in spite of the names lost. They always have a good defense, no matter the names they lose. Redskins-Eagles. This could very well be worst game of the week. This also could be lock of the week, as Fox NFL pregame shows do. I understand Wentz does have injury problems, and giving away Nick Foles, who helped them a lot for nothing. They could have just tagged and traded him for a return. I don't know. Similar to the Browns, not to use the 2011 analogy, Wentz first of all has to return to form, and second, they have to prove 2017 wasn't a one-hit wonder. As for the Redskins, whether it's me or critics saying this, the Redskins are destined for a horrible year. Similar to the Dolphins. Very few playmakers. QB play has to be average at best. People aren't high on Keenum or draft pick Dwayne Haskins. I think the Eagles easily take this one. Now for the last 1 p.m. game for week one. Rams-Panthers. The Rams, I think, win this one. The Rams have way too much talent to lose. Aaron Donald returns as possibly the best defensive player in the NFL. Thanks, my beloved Patriots, for stopping him in the Super Bowl. The offense is still one of the best. Goff is good, even though he got that weird contract for $134 million, $110 million guaranteed. Not really worth it, but who knows? They could prove me wrong. Gurley, forget his knee problems, and they have good backups in case it doesn't work. Just saying, fuck Todd Gurley. They also have the best receiving core with Cooks, Woods, and Cup. As for the Panthers, Cam Newton, even if he is fully healthy from that preseason injury at the Patriots, again, as a Patriots fan, why do starters play preseason games? The risk of injuries happen. Look at Marmeller, for example. I'm not really sold on the Panthers, even though the roster is talented. The Rams, I think, will be too much for the Panthers. Aaron Donald or not, too much for the Panthers. Now on to the two four five games. Colts-Chargers. It's been a shocking few weeks for the Colts. Nobody could have predicted that Andrew Luck would retire, and people are still booing him for it. And now former Patriot for that one year Jacoby Brissett has to take over. He just got that contract extension on Monday. Who knows how good he will be, considering he struggled mightily in 2017 when Luck missed it. I would have predicted the Colts would win this from when the schedule was released, but with Luck now retired, I take the Chargers on this one. In spite of losing star safety Derwin James, I still think the Chargers are a talented team. It might not have been the Jedi way to win, the reason being Andrew Luck gone. I use the term Jedi way a lot, even though it doesn't really make sense. Critics slash analysts think Brissett could be good, but it's anybody's guess. I don't think Brissett will be awful, but who knows. Bengals-Seahawks, almost similar to Redskins-Eagles, this could be another lock of the week. The Bengals' line is a mess. The team as a whole is a mess. AJ Green has to miss time. People aren't hyped about the Zach Taylor hiring. As for the Seahawks, they deserve a lot of credit for only giving up a third-round pick and two scrubbish linebackers for Devin Clowney. I mean, who would accept a third-round and two useless linebackers? It's sure the Texans did get Larry Tons in a later trade, but still. Also, the game being in Seattle, usually one of the hardest places for the road team to play. I think Seattle takes this with mostly ease. Now on to the 3-4-25 games. First, I'll start with the two has-beens, the Giants and Cowboys. It's been quite the weird offseason for both teams. The Giants have pretty much done a Lincoln Park burn it down, whereas the Cowboys, according to critics, have had offseason drama. Even with the Ezekiel Elliott contract now out of the way, Amari Cooper still needs a new contract, and Dak Prescott wants to get paid $40 plus million. He's not worth that much. If anything, I don't know what he's worth, but he isn't worth the highest paid. Whether or not the highest paid QB curse goes on. Anyways, with this game being in Dallas, Arlington, Texas, similar to my theories earlier, I think Dallas takes this. Also with the Giants, in episode 3 state right now, it doesn't matter if Daniel Jones has been a preseason sensation. Yeah, Mang is still a starter. As of now, Saquon is probably their only hope. I think the Cowboys have the better roster miles ahead of the Giants. Considering how strange of a below-average season, I wouldn't say blowout, but I think the Cowboys take this one. The 49ers-Buccaneers. The 49ers did upgrade their pass rushing a lot, but still have a horrible secondary. They gave former Patriots QB Jimmy Garoppolo some new weapons. 
even though he's coming off a torn ACL, who knows how good he'll be. I would have said the 49ers the whole time, similar to what I've said about Colts Chargers, but giving in Garoppolo's inconsistency from practice failures and his preseason meltdown at the Broncos a few weeks ago, he may have been solid in the next preseason game at the Chiefs, but until Garoppolo shows he has proven the offseason was a fluke on Sunday at the Bucks, I have the Bucks winning this one. I agree Jace Winston isn't that great, but the offense is very talented with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and OJ, and OJ Howard. I have the Bucks winning this because Winston, as much as I agree he's inconsistent, he's more proven than Garoppolo. This is one of the few games that wouldn't surprise me if I'm wrong. The last of the 425 games, Lions-Cardinals. It's been a strange but interesting offseason for both the Lions and Cardinals. The Cardinals gave up on Josh Frozen after one year. They drafted hyped Oklahoma quarterback Kyler Murray and gave him a lot of weapons, whereas the Lions were very active in free agency. Signing a lot of players, Warren Patriots in particular, from Trey Flowers, Danny Amendola, even though he was with the Dolphins last year, Justin Coleman, even though he's been on the Seahawks the past two years, and a couple other names that weren't on the Patriots. This is similar to 49ers Buccaneers. This is actually a really hard game to predict, considering how both teams don't have a lot of hope in 2019 with brutal divisions, not very good teams or rosters. I know the Lions won last year's game with the Cardinals, a.k.a. regard to be the most forgettable game of 2018. Now the 2019... I think Arizona wins this because the Cardinals over the past nine years do tend to beat the Lions a lot, except 2017 and 2018. Also, the game being in Arizona. I know Matt Stafford has more experience, whereas Kyler Murray is a rookie, but I take the Cardinals on this one. Again, this is probably one of three games that are really hard to predict. Now let's get to the Sunday night game featuring my beloved Patriots hosting the series at 8.20 p.m. My beloved Patriots, they should be playing tomorrow. But of course, asshole bitch Roger Goodell, fuck that bastard, won't allow it. <sighs> fuck you, Roger Goodell. Anyways, I think my beloved Patriots win this one. The Steelers had a very strange offseason, which two of their best stars left. They're also both jackasses. I also think the Patriots are a better team than the Steelers. Tom Brady, the GOAT, is back. The defense is one of the more talented, at least they're hyped up to be. I think the Patriots win, but I don't think it will be a blowout. It will be a relatively close game. Because the game is being played in Foxborough, usually the Patriots are almost always the favorite. My Patriots being the home team, it's usually the image. 8-0 at home last year, and the Patriots most of the time do well when they host Pittsburgh. So that's why I think the Patriots win. Let's get seven rings, it's your Patriots. Love you guys. Give me something to be happy about. Because I have nothing to be happy about right now. Factual info. Now to finish off with the two Monday night games. Texans Saints. I think this is have to be a good game. I think the Saints win this one. The team is better. They're better managed. And also being in New Orleans. Sometimes the Saints do lose there. But New Orleans is usually not an easy place to play. The Texans may have one of the best receivers in DeAndre Hopkins. Or still DRE as I call him. And just made some insane trades on Saturday to help improve the O-line. But again, the Clowney trade was still a horrible return. But they did get Larry Tundle, so I guess it makes a slight difference, even though people think they give up too much for him. As I said before, they should be the favorite. For, as I said before, they should be the favorite for the NFC South. Again, the Texans have to prove the trades on Saturday were worth it. All this aside, this is going to be a good game. To finish off week one with the second of the Monday night games, Broncos Raiders at 10.20 p.m., this is, again, another really hard game to predict. The Raiders since 2016 have been the Broncos in Oakland, while the Broncos won their Raiders matchups in Denver. Both teams are not very good, even though the Broncos do have some promise with a very talented defense. Who knows what the QB is going to be like for the Broncos. As for the Raiders, they're still in dysfunction no matter the offseason, mainly the whole Antonio Brown nonsense. Jackass again, as I said. If I were to guess who wins this game, I think the Broncos win only because with the mess the Raiders are currently in, people are probably more hyped at the Broncos than the Raiders. Again, this was kind of a hard game to predict, so I think the Broncos won this one. So that will do it for week one. How the weekly series picks will go. Before I start week two next week, I'll say how I did week one out of 16 games, then I'll advance to week two picks to reiterate all my picks. For week one, in order of how I did it, this is who I think is going to win every game this week, to reiterate. Bears, Chiefs, 
Falcons, Browns, Jets, Ravens, Eagles, Rams, Chargers, Seahawks, Cowboys, Buccaneers, Cardinals, Patriots, Saints, and Broncos. NFL and Fox or certain NFL websites often do lock of the week and upset of the week. If I were to do lock of the week, I would say Eagles beat the Redskins or Ravens beat the Dolphins. If I had to pick an upset, I would say either Colts beat the Chargers or Texans beat the Saints. Anyways, that'll do for week one picks. I'll be back for week to pick some other time.